0: This is Change Your Mindset Podcast, the podcast that helps change your life by helping change the mindset of the 99% into the 1% mindset. Here's your host, Adrian Gomez. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Change Your Mindset Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Adrian Gomez. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about the retirement crisis. I would say it's fair that everyone wants to retire eventually. You know, we all work our lives and at the end of their lives, we want to retire and enjoy life. That's, you know, how it's set out to be. Unfortunately, nowadays, retirement is fading away little by little. I'm sure as you can see, wherever you go, when you're shopping or you're getting something, elderly people... Are still working or they're going back to work because they cannot afford to stay retired. So, obviously, there's a lot of reasons behind this. Um, so, we'll get into it. Obviously, inflation right now is a big factor for most people because think about it when you're retired, you don't account for inflation. So, people that saved up money when they work, they said had a good amount of money. And then when money starts going up and all the prices, food, everything starts going higher and higher, you save the amount of money for the times that were the prices back then. But since prices are going up, you don't have enough money because the prices are going up. And obviously your money's deteriorating because of inflation. So now they don't have enough money. So the main reason behind this, I strongly believe that We are running into this situation because, one, we are not financially educated. We obviously don't control our money. We give our money to other people to invest in. You know, obviously, stockbrokers, all these other places, we don't control our money. The second one is that we're employees. And obviously, you don't hear that often of business owners, you know, struggling to retire because they have a business and that business is already producing the money after they retire so we're all aware of what Social Security is obviously you're predicted to you know use that money for when you retire so let me tell you exactly how Social Security works and how you suddenly on it to retire with alright so this is an article from CNBC so this is how it goes for millions of retirees Social Security provides an essential source of income in retirement. In 2020, around 50 million retired workers collected Social Security benefits, according to the Social Security Administration. However, the recent 2020 Social Security Trustees report finds that in 2034, retirees will start receiving reduced benefit if Congress doesn't fix funding issues for the Social Security program. In other words, Social Security will exist after 2034, but retirees will only receive 77% of their full benefit starting then. So think about that. All the years that you've been paying Social Security for majority of your life, you might not even receive the full benefit of it after 2034 if Congress doesn't do something about it. So, this is how Social Security is funded. Or financed. Alright. So it says, In order to understand why Social Security is facing a long-term financing issue, it's important to know how Social Security works. First off, Social Security is funded through payroll tax deductions. These payroll taxes are taken directly out of an employee's paycheck and are paid by both employees and employers. In 2022, payroll taxes apply up to $147,000 of an individual annual income. The payroll tax rate for Social Security is 6.2%. That means that employees pay 6.2% and employers pay 6.2%. Self-employed people will pay the entire payroll tax rate of 12.4%. When a worker pays their Social Security payroll tax, that money doesn't go to a specific Social Security fund allocated just for them. Current workers are paying into a system that pays for the benefits of all current retirees. So just think about that as well. Obviously, to properly belief, when you're paying Social Security, it's not going to specifically your retirement. You're paying for somebody else's retirement. That's how the system works. So I'm going to get into it even deeper with this. Um, so right now, we are paying for, majority of the people are retiring now is baby boomers. Baby boomers is the largest population that were produced in America during that time frame. And obviously the population has started decreasing uh, compared to how many they had back then. But since all these baby boomers, when they start retiring, that's first of all a huge load out of the workforce. And since that they are out of the workforce, we, as a generation right now have to pay for all their retirements but the problem with this is there's not enough people to pay for this because back then they had a larger amount of people that were produced but now since it's less people we can't pay for everybody's retirement because there's more of them not working and less of us working so that's something you need to think about as well So that is one form that people use to retire with. So the second one is obviously your 401k. Obviously, if you have a job, you contribute to your 401k and you know, you have that money and you save it to retire. So who handles your 401k? Obviously, money managers and the people on Wall Street. So let's say you invest in a mutual fund, which is going to give you 7%. Increase an in investment, but since you're actively have someone managing that account, they're gonna charge you a fee. Let's just say that fee is two percent. So in theory, you think two eh, percent isn't that much, but you're not factoring compound interest. So let's say within fifty years you have that, and let's just say make it simple. In this account, you have a hundred thousand dollars, right? So let's reduce that by the fee, which will be two percent over 50 years so that fee will cost you that would be taking out your hundred thousand would be negative 63 thousand two hundred forty two dollars point 73 cents so you would be left with 36 thousand seven hundred fifty seven dollars and 27 cents after the two percent fee and if you don't believe me you can do this on a co- compound calculator and you will get the same results it's insane that these that they're charging you think two-pence is not that much but over the, the years it does add up as you can see and even to add on to this majority of time you don't control your money in 401k obviously you're letting a third party usually handle your money so whatever they invest in which most of the time you don't even know what it is and the problem with this is whether you make or lose money it doesn't matter to the person or bro- broker, whoever is handling your money, 401k, whatever it is. They're still getting paid. So to them, in theory, it doesn't really matter. If you make or lose money, to them, they're still getting paid. That's why people, That's it's so hard to trust people now because they really don't care if you make money or lose money. Because at the end of the day, they're still getting their paycheck. They're still getting the money because they're you're paying the fees so any day it screws you over so that's why you should always manage your money know where your money is going and it's very important to know this but that's my two cents like I said whatever you do your, with your money that's on you that's your money I'm never gonna tell you what to do with your money that's always gonna be your decision it's your money you do as you please And just for this podcast, this is not financial advice. I'm not telling you what to do with your money. This is just financial education. So please always do your due diligence, no matter what, when it comes to money and finances. As we go along the 401k route, since the 401k is based off the stock market. If the stock market is doing bad, like right now, the stock market isn't doing good. So your 401k is going to go down. So if the stock market goes down, your 401k will go down. And obviously if the stock market is good, your 401k will go up. Like I said, your 401k and the stock market go hand in hand. Whatever the stock market's doing, that's how your 401k will be doing. So the people right now that have the 401k and they plan on retiring maybe this year or next year, since their 401k went down, they lost money and now they can't use that money to retire with anymore because the stock market went down so it's hard for them to retire now because they already lost money and that's why they have to stay in the workforce and that's another tool that people use to retire with which is the 401k so that's why it's very crucial to know when you rely on things like the 401k and your social security you're relying on the government and for the system to do what it does, and you're pretty much taking the gamble. That's why it's very important to financially educate yourself. And like I said, unfortunately, schools don't teach you nothing about money or financially educate you. So it's hard because since you know nothing about money, usually you go to people who you think that know about money, but most of the time they're greedy and they take your money, and whether you make money or lose money, you possibly believe them because you don't know much about financial education because you were not taught. In my opinion, it doesn't matter to me because I don't hold your money. I'm not doing anything with your money, so there's no conflict of interest. Like for example, if I was someone on Wall Street and your 401k is going down, they will probably tell you something like, Oh, keep your 401k in the market. It's eventually going to go back up. Because the reason is they still want to get paid. They still want their fees, all that stuff. Even though your 401k just keeps dropping, 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 dropping. And you're just going to keep losing money. But to them, it's a conflict of interest because they're handling your money. And they're also getting paid by you. So think about that. I personally obviously don't have a 401k. I have a Roth IRA. And, you know, I have another real estate um Investment that I invest every weekend. So every week I put money into these platforms So once I get paid for my business every week that money goes straight into those for retirement But that's not what I'm relying on to retire with So I'll tell you exactly which ones I use but like I said By all means Do your own research just because I use them doesn't mean you should use them or it might not work for you Please always do your reviews your due diligence no matter what. And so for both of these, I am affiliate for both of them. So if you do decide to sign up with the links I provide in the description below, I will get a small portion commission off of that. Just a disclaimer. So the first one is M1 Finance. That's where my Roth IRA is. I mean, if you don't know what Roth IRA, please obviously do your own diligence and research it. But Roth IRA is you don't get any taxes taken out because the money you're already putting into it yourself has already been taxed. So once you reach a certain point when you retire, you get to collect all that money tax-free because the money you put in already has already been taxed. Compared to a 401k, obviously, you can take out the money. When you retire, you will get taxed. But obviously, if you're not familiar with them, there's a lot of obviously videos on YouTube if you want to take that route. But like I said, I use M1 Finance for my Roth IRA and it's like a portfolio so it's like a pie and you can put whatever stocks you want to put into it or e reach whatever you want to put into it maybe it's to say you want to overall the whole pie you just want to put 100% into the S&P 500 maybe you just want to rely on the stock market if the stock market goes up it goes up it goes down it goes down but overall the concept is it's a pie you can put whatever percentage of whatever i said You want to put stocks in there. Whatever you want to put into it, you control what you put into it. So it's totally up to you. But like I said, please do your own due diligence. Do your own research. M1 Finance works great for me, but it might not work great for you. So please do your own research. The second one I use is Fundrise. So it's a real estate, um, private real estate investment where you put money into it. Like I said, I'll leave the description for the affiliate link below. Like I said, I get a small commission if you decide to use it. Like I said, please always do your due diligence and research it. But like I said, they you put money into it. It's like being a real estate owner. But instead, actually managing real estate yourself, you are putting your money into a crowdfund of real estate. So they manage your money and they put it into actual physical real estate. And with the money that other people put in, they use all that money To buy property you know invest in real estate whatever it is and obviously you get kickback whether it's appreciation or you get like dividends back whichever one it is and you still get that money back so it's basically like you're owning real estate but you have to go through all the problems actually owning physical real estate they manage all that real estate for you and obviously you get appreciate same thing like real estate you get appreciation money if it's rented out dividends etc but like I said please do your own research do look into the YouTube videos you know maybe it's right for you maybe it's not right for you but like I said please do your own due diligence no matter what but like I said for both of these um, like I said since it's supposed to be like a retirement pillow for me I'm not relying on these for retirement but what I'm doing with these is when I get dividends like say for my m1 finance I invest in dividend stocks I reinvest it into my my pie. So it basically keeps making me more and more money. So every time I get paid for dividends, goes back into it and it just keeps building up. So it's like an endless cycle of compound interest. Same thing with Fundrise, I do the same exact thing. So when I ever get dividends from the real estate that they invested in, I reinvest it back into Fundrise. So it makes me more and more money. So think about it when you're compounding your money. So think about it like a little snowball. So you're at the top of the hill, and you push the snowball down the hill, and as time goes by, the snowball gets bigger, 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 bigger. Obviously, this is going to be over for amount of years, but overall, the concept is that you do a small amount, and it gets bigger, 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 bigger. That's how you build your wealth with that. But like I said, with both of these, there are ups and downs. Like I said, um, for anyone finance, you're investing in a stock market, there's going to be ups and downs. Fundrise, you're investing in real estate, there's going to be ups and downs. So please make sure you're aware of that. I'll leave both affiliate links below. But like I said, there's other apps out there or other websites you want to use. Totally up to you. Like I said, just please do your own due diligence no matter what. But with that being said, going back to what I said about I'm not relying on these two to retire with. Same thing with my father did. Um, he saved a lot of money. You know, he worked uh, basically for himself. He was a pretty much like a contractor, so proprietor in a way. And he saved money, and he didn't have a 401k, nothing like that. But he did save a good amount of money. But the money he saved would not have been enough to retire with so what he did was with the money he saved he started a business obviously like I said starting a business is risky you might go bankrupt you might make millions of dollars depends how much hard work you want to put into it and like I said being an entrepreneur it's not for everybody it's a lot of hard work but it is for man for some people but like I said this is what he did and He started the business when he was 50 years old. Closed it when he was 65. During that time frame, all that money he accumulated from the business, he retired with that money. The business bought him a house, bought him his car. The business pretty much paid for a lot of stuff. But obviously it was a successful business. So instead of relying on a 401k or, you know, social security, which he does collect, but instead of relying on those, He took matters into his own hands and did something himself and didn't rely on the government. And if he did not do that, he would still be working till this day. So like I always say, you can't rely on the government. You got to take your own finances into your own hands. You got to do the work yourself and you got to self-educate yourself. Because at the end of the day, no one's going to do it for you. And if you let someone else handle your finances... Most of the time, you're going to lose money because it's a conflict of interest. And that just shows you the difference between the rich and the poor. The rich are entrepreneurs. They start businesses, real estate. The poor are employees. And as you can see, entrepreneurs don't struggle with retirement. Employees do. So that's the main difference. And obviously, like I said, Financial education is very crucial to your success, to your life, to everything. So, I hope this podcast was very valuable and people realize that retirement is getting harder and harder to actually retire. Especially with all the inflation going on and people not preparing for retirement. So, hopefully you take this into consideration and think about it and think about handling your money and know where your money is going etc so i appreciate you listening to podcasts uh, as always share with others hopefully it helps them educate them as well and you know follow the podcast on whichever platform you're listening to i appreciate it as always thank you guys again take care bye Thank you for listening to Change Your Mindset Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week for a new episode. As always, change your mindset to change your life.